Hello, and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern blog. Today, I listened to Joe the Lawyer's latest podcast, and yes, I sent him a voicemail on it, but I thought that's something even I could expand upon a little bit. And and, and Joe talks about... Uh, Gaming products, well, here's here's my take on it. It's gaming products that you buy for the sake of having versus those that you buy for the sake of using. And uh, I'm not going to be as as polite as Joe when it comes to some of this stuff, but my take on it. A lot of the lamentations of the Flame Princess stuff is really... Nicely put together. Presentation is awesome. Art is top-notch, even if it may go beyond my personal taste of what I would like to see in my gaming products. I can't say the quality is is not top-notch. When the art was not as high a quality, James's early stuff, when Raggy wrote most of his own stuff, actually, when he was starting out as a third-party publisher, uh... He had adventures that weren't cookie-cutter. It wasn't the ones that you always kind of like, all right, yeah, uh, we got a mission. We got to save, you know, save the young boy that was captured by the whatever. And, or, oh, there's orcs. We got to go orc hunting. No, no. James had good adventures. And I think, like, the grinding gear was similar to a Tome of Horrors, and it was survivable. It wasn't a total party fuck. Uh, Tomb of Horrors is a party fuck, but it's not meant really for campaign play. It is meant for convention play. And party fucks are okay in convention play if that is the theme. But as James went on, his stuff became less and less useful. And what am I referring to here? I'm referring to things like what Monolith at the end of time, or what the fuck it was called, where everything in this adventure is something that's going to end your campaign. Seriously, it's going to end your campaign. There, I don't think there's any way for the party to get through that adventure and live. Uh, just, just the way it is, man. And. Something like that is useless. So now, James's stuff, you know, Raggy's stuff, his publishing stuff, looks good. I no longer get excited when I see it in the release. I figure it's going to be unusable. Now, it might be readable, but I have so many fucking game books, OSR and Beyond, that I have bought over the years that I have not read. Part of that is is the chemo brain issue that I can't focus long enough, especially if it isn't an awesome game book. Um, but part of it is I got so much shit to read, and I have requests coming in multiple times a week. Usually, uh, can you look at this? Not necessarily for review purposes, but they just want my opinion before something comes out. Or, or I have people asking, can I share their stuff? 
And I try to get to it. So it means a lot of stuff that's already on my shelves does not get to. Now, that the other question is, there's stuff that I own that I would love to play and I don't have the opportunity. Joe mentioned the Thundering Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. I'd love to play. And then, oh my God. I got the box edition, the box first edition. I've got the huge, intimidating, could, could outdo DCC uh, in size. Second edition of Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. Say that 10 times fast. Peter Peck the Picker. Actually, I can't even do that one. Peter Peck the... Uh, Peter Peck the Peck of Purple Peppers. So, yeah. Uh, Joe, if you're listening, yes, I'd love to get in on that. I probably can't commit to uh, being there every week. Uh, such are the trials and tribulations of being an uncle. But uh, is what it is. I have I have my my Saturday group knows that I haven't gamed with them probably in over a year now. Uh, and it's not that I don't want to. It's that my niece is seven and thinks that Auntie and Uncle are the coolest shit since sliced bread. Or since the Xbox One is up and running again. And uh, wants to stay over Friday night and Saturday night every fucking weekend. By the way, my solution to that was uh, a $5 bribe for her going to Sunday school. But since Sunday school is with her, by her parents, she can't stay over Saturday nights if she wants her $5 bribe every week. That's 20 bucks a month I think I'm never going to spend. But, yeah, there are a lot of games out there. Call of Cthulhu. I want to... Playing that latest seventh edition so bad, and the opportunities just don't present themselves. And in reality, what I need to do, and what has to get done at some point, is that we should, I should be running a, a weeknight game. And I say that because my weekends aren't fucking mine anymore, <laughs> and I want a game. Ah, uh, jeez. I could run one in the afternoons, but then I get those last-minute uncle duties. That ruins that shit, too. But, yeah, Joe, that's a, it's a really good topic because there's a, there's a lot of shit on my shelves that does not get read or played. Now, some of it's collectible. Some of it I, I bought because I was like, oh, that looks cool. Lion and Dragon from the Pundit. And it is cool. Don't get me wrong. It is well done and put together, but not something I ever plan on playing. What I am looking forward to is the Faraway Land uh, Swords and Wizardry rewrite that's coming up or melding or mashing or whatever you want to call it. Dirk Stanley is putting that together. I am so looking forward to it because it I like Far Away Land. I love it. I love the And the game system is not bad. It's simple. It's easy to understand. I've run it, and I can't say that about many game systems that I don't have a root in these days because things like Fate, I can't figure the fuck out. Just me, my mind, my brain, how it's wired. But uh, Far Away Land has its roots in old school gaming. It is obvious, and to 
bring that together with swords and wizardry, it's like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Although I don't like peanut butter. All right, it's like it's it's like almond joy. Oh no, almond joy is almonds and chocolate and coconut. It's like mounds. Okay, coconut and chocolate, two things that I like. Well, I only really like coconut when it's candied up. In any case, two things I really like that's going to be coming out, and I can't stop looking forward to it. But then it becomes the other question. Will I get a chance to, to, to play it? Most of my gaming these days is at conventions, and most of that gaming is running games. So my opportunity to be a player has... Of sorts been limited. So, hmm. yeah, Joe, that's a, that's, a, that's a really good. There's a lot of games I'd love to play. Beyond the Wall. I'd love to play Beyond the Wall, but I'd like to mash it with something different. I want to do Swords and Wizardry with a horror hook, like I had mentioned before. And I think that would be awesome. Uh, Swords and Wizardry, Call of Cthulhu crossover. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Uh, all right, folks. I, I, I could pull games out of my ass that I, I would really like to play, but that will be like a never-ending list. And I'll still never get a chance to play them. Thank you for listening. Joe, thank you for the topic. That was a good one. God bless, stay safe, roll your dice well, and I will talk with you all tomorrow. Later, later, folks. <laughs>